Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Good morning and welcome again to Faith Restoration Ministries and Shekinah Theological College. We want to thank God for everyone who's gathered here. And if it had not been for the Lord, we could not be here. So many things have happened over the past week in our own lives, personally, family-wise, and otherwise. And even as we look over yesterday when we heard of that terrible tornado, I believe it's the worst one since they've been keeping records that they have ever had. I looked at the news and you could see where one area complete, I mean, devastated is not the, um, the term, term to use. It's as though, to me, I look at, I was talking to somebody um, yesterday or over last night, and I say we were saying, we both agreed that this doesn't look like a natural thing. It seems an unnatural and unnatural thing that took place. Whether from a physical point of view, scientific, I do not know. But it is unusual. And even the weathermen are saying the same thing. It's unusual. Um, there are dozens of people who died. Um, another, you know, so many things. Have, but you need to watch the news to see what's going on. But for that, we give God thanks that we are here. But I'm going to pray. I'm going to ask um, this is a dash. Would you give us a short prayer this morning? Pray as you pray for God to have his will and reign in the service this morning and for um, those persons who have suffered a loss of loved ones and a loss of their property. And then we'll start the program. Please. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I come before you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Pray another day, Father. At the end of the day, the gift of life is who they are itself. Father, I ask you to come up and take this line, Father, this, this, this line, Father, which we are all blessed to have in our lives, Father. I bind all demonic forces, Lord, that make it their business to try to, to affect the airways, Lord, to try to hinder this message from reaching someone in need, from reaching somebody who Father, I let the Holy Spirit be able to minister to them and let them know that there is a God that 
Listen, good. In this enlightened age, they don't want this kind of reading. In other words, the Bible is outdated. We don't read the Bible. But as I start to think and look in the Old Testament, beginning from Isaiah to Malachi, you can find everything you see going on in the political arena, in the cities where there's devastation, murders and cruelty and all. You can't even walk in some cities these days and not be attacked. It's all there in the Old Testament. The Bible is real. And that was just a warm-up. So we, when we talk about the dragon fighting with his angels and fighting Michael, it's not fictitious. Now we come to verse 8. It says, but though the dragon, and this is what he's saying. Let me go back over 7. And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. And the dragon fought and his angels. And it prevailed not. Neither was their place found um, anymore in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out, the old serpent, called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out of him. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God. And the power of his Christ, for the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. And this is where I want to come. Verse 11, well known by in the Christian circles. And they, that means God's people, Michael and his angels, overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony and they love not their lives unto death. This last um, phrase, and they love not their lives unto death. Right now, there are, it may not be your physical life. I'm looking at it from that angle. People are losing their jobs. All because they say no to what they don't believe in. Whether you're in the educational, the medical, or the corporation. You dare to say no to Satan, and he's coming after you. We are under, or we should say we are in, a spiritual attack. Satan and his angels are fighting, and they are fierce. If you don't believe it, look at the people who come on the news. Look in their faces. Listen to their language. Listen to what they say. They are fierce, and they, are, they don't care. They don't fear. It says here, they love not their lives unto death. They didn't fear Satan. Satan don't fear us. Why should we be afraid of him? We overcome him by the blood of the Lamb. There's a wonder-working power in the blood. Saints of God, have you ever stopped to think how powerful the blood really is? Over this past week, I became so sick. I mean, very, very sick. I was at the point of, you know, well, what was going to happen next? Started to make them start to think about a lot of stuff. Not fearful, but circumstances faced me at that time. And I remember the blood. The blood. The blood. Saints of God, we have, there is power in the blood. We have a defense this morning. 
when Satan attacks you, don't be afraid of him. If anyone who should be afraid, it should be the devil. In Luke 9, 10, rather, in verse 10, it says, at verse 18, verse 18, I was sharing with someone this past week. Jesus looked and said, I saw, he was talking to the disciples, he said, I saw Satan coming down as lightning. Every rainstorm you see or storm you see isn't about God. Jesus said, I saw him as lightning. And then I believe he turned to his disciples and he said, Behold, I give you power. Power to trample Satan. Because he tells us again in Matthew, he said, The gates of hell cannot prevail against the house of God. We have blood, we have power, we have weapons of warfare, saints of God. And the, one of the, those we have is the blood. It's swift. It's powerful, just like the word. When you plead the blood, when you plead the blood, saints, make sure you plead the blood with faith. This blood, oh, hallelujah. Natural blood gives us life. Yes? We all agree to that. It gives us life. Someone on the point of death or the loss at an accident or they had a surgery and, and they lost a lot of blood, they give them blood. That's why they have a blood bank. But praise God. There are times when they say to you, we need blood in this bank. But bless God Almighty. Ooh. Praise God. When it comes to the blood of Jesus, it's not a bank, saints. It's a stream that's flowing from his side. You remember the day when they pierced him in John chapter 19. It talks about how when the soldier, when they went to, to, to you know, when the this, this, this prisoners, when they, they um, crucified them, if they were not dead, they, they would, um, would um, kill them. No, they would break their legs. But when they came to Jesus, he was already dead. But what the soldier did, he took a spear and he stuck him in his side. Blood and water came out. And believe me, that blood is still flowing today. You say, but how, how is I can't see it? If I were to go where the, the crucifixion took place, would I see that blood? No, you won't. This blood is super. Hallelujah. It's spiritual. This is the blood that Jesus said on, in John chapter 6. It, except you drink my blood and eat my flesh, you can't be one of mine. He's not talking about blood that you see. It's blood that you believe. The power, he's talking about power now. The power of the blood this morning. That when you're sick, when demons come around you, you can plead the blood when familiar spirits come around you. You say, quiet, be still. It takes me back to many years ago. I believe I was either leading service or teaching Sunday school, but something I was doing in church. And I can remember the day number the name of the lady. Very troublesome lady. And she was down there carrying on, carrying on. And I said, be still, the name of Jesus. That's the power you have, saints. That's what Jesus said, I give you power over all the power of the enemy. And if I had caused the blood of Jesus over you, no many times, many of you were here, those of you who are here this morning, will agree with me that when you plead the blood, you see answers. You see changes. God answers. Because when you go to God and say, God, you're a sin, forgive me as a believer. He doesn't see you. He doesn't see your, see, see your sin. He sees the blood. 
because the blood reminds him of his son who shed his blood on Calvary's cross. Why should we be afraid? Why are we afraid? There's no reason for us to be afraid. We have the blood. The blood cleanses. It washes. Not only that, the blood you take in the natural can only save your life, your physical life. The Bible tells us in um, 1 Thessalonians 5 and verse 23 tells us that about the three domains, our three, the three domains each person has, the spirit, the soul, and the body. The body encases the soul and the spirit. When the body dies, immediately the spirit goes back to God. The soul, I suppose, wanders around because the soul deals with the faculties and, and so forth. But the body decays. No longer needs the body. But the spirit goes back to God. But let me say here, that body, let's say the body was weak or it was dying or it was an accident, and they pumped blood in that body. It may revive. Let's, let's be positive. It revives. But when you call on the name of Jesus, this blood that we're talking about, the wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus Christ, it not only say it doesn't just save lives, save. natural blood saves lives, but the spiritual blood of Jesus Christ, it saves your soul. It keeps you. It protects you. It cleanses your sins. And I'm going to show it to you here in 1 John. We're on 1 John chapter 5. And I, if you so desire, you can always write these things on 1 John 5. And we're going to read verses 7 and 8. Verse 7 says, for there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost, and these three are one. Look at verse 8. And there are three that bear witness in earth, on, in earth, the Spirit, and the water, and the blood. And these three agree in one. We need the blood, saints of God. We need the Holy Spirit. And we must be baptized. Jesus said, unless we baptize in the water and we have the spirit, I can't be born again. You may say, but what about the, the man on the cross? We can't argue about that. Water baptism does not save you. Water baptism is telling the world, I have turned my back on you. And you're making a testimony, a statement. But we need the spirit. We need the blood to cleanse our sins. That's what the blood of Jesus does for us. It keeps us. It protects us. It cleanses us every time you sin. And when the enemy comes around you, you plead that blood. You don't have to use bad words. You don't have to go find some voodoo person. Find some holy man. Find some person works roots. Call on the blood. I was sharing on the prayer line again yesterday about Saul in First Chronicle. First, um, I can't remember where it was, but you'll find it when Saul went to the witch of Endor. 
and God said, when Saul died, yes, he died from the sins because he disobeyed God. But God said, he went to the witch of Endor. He didn't use Endor, but he went to familiar spirits. People who go to people, other people, oh, we're Christians. We have no business going to these places. But have, have your hands red, tea leaves, or anything like that. You have the blood. Satan will not cast out Satan. You have the blood. You don't need to go to no psychic. You have the blood, saints of God. Oh, hallelujah. You have the wonder-working power of the blood. But when Saul went to the witch of Endor, and he died, two things God said. Spoke against him. Sinned against God through disobedience when Samuel told him, Kill everybody. No, he saved the fatlings and he saved the king. And too many churches today are saving the fatlings and saving the king. Too many so-called Christians this morning are saving fatlings and saving the king. The things they love the most. Things that are earthly. And when things don't go right with them, they go find somebody to read up or some witch who will sit down and work something in their mind and say, this is what witchcraft is about. Domination, control, and manipulation. And they come as familiar spirits. God is against it. He said, don't go find familiar spirits. We have the blood, saints. We have the wonder-working blood of Jesus Christ. We we find shelter. We find protection. Last week we talked about um, Psalm 91. Oh, hallelujah. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High God shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. You know why we are able to abide there? Because we are under the blood. Glory to God. He said, they shall know even before you. Neither shall any plague come nigh your dwelling. You know why? He will give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. He shall bear you up in their, in his, in their hands lest you, dash, lest you dash your foot against the stone. The blood says, say another blood. Say another blood. No witch cow, witch crop. Witchcraft, rather, can harm you. No witches can cast no spell on you. They may try it. And go back in Proverbs, somewhere there in Proverbs, the Lord reminded me that the, the, the bird, um, that the, the curse that was not meant for you can't happen. If God didn't order it, it can't happen. So when they say they're setting spells on you and on your ministry, because some of them come into your ministry just to do things to you, but they find it can't work. It's like um, water and, 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 and oil. God gave his angels charge. The angels of God are over us when we're covered by the blood saints of God. Don't be afraid of evil. They can't harm you because of the blood, the wonder-working power of the blood, the blood of Jesus Christ. Very often, not because Satan has not tried against us. Oh, yes. They're tried. But they can't succeed. They just slide off. 
It's like trying to, 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 to climb a greasy pole. You can't. Who can climb a greasy pole? You're holding here and you're sliding down there. Oh, hallelujah. That's what the spell that they will cast on you and on your ministry or any person in your family. But when you're covered, this is why you must cover yourself. Cover your children. Cover your family. Cover the very desk you sit at on your work at your workplace. God has given us that power to use the blood, the authority to use the blood. The blood. There is a wonder-working power, the blood of Calvary. When I was a little girl way back, living somewhere else, I remember we used to sing this song. I know a place where sin, rather, I know a fount where sins are washed away. I know a place your night is turned to day. Burdens are lifted. The blind eyes made to see. There is a wonder-working power in the blood of Calvary. I know we have listeners from overseas. I don't even know who you are. You may not even be able to, and to understand all the language and the words that I use today. But because of the power of the blood, because of the anointing of the Holy Spirit, He, the Holy Spirit, will, will, will tell you what it is will um, explain to you then, for one of them, interpret what, the, what it means. Believe me, he's the greatest teacher there is. Stop being afraid. We know the devil is working. We know all kinds of things are happening in, through, and around us. But let me say they cannot touch a soul. Jesus said, don't worry about those who kill the, kill the body, but they can't touch your soul. Oh, hallelujah. You're covered by the blood, saints. Stop being afraid. Stop being frightened. Oh, I wonder what's going to happen. You look at the political situation. It's in ravages right now. Ravages. I have this. I'm going to say this is the, first, the fifth country I've lived on in, in my life from my teens until now. But never in my lifetime have I seen such work, demonic Work. I should say work. Yes. In government, the political arena, educational arena, from, and listen, in the education, from kindergarten right up to university. There's a work going on, a, a demonic attack on everything you could think of in this society right now. Demonic. And they are fierce. Fierce. And this is why today I want to say to everyone, doesn't matter where you live, if you don't understand anything else, read Revelation chapter 12 and verse 11. It says here, And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto the death. Let me Cite that other the song I learned many years ago. I know a fount or a river, a place, a stream. I know a fount where sins are washed away. And this morning, if you're a sinner and you've never accepted Jesus Christ, or you, if you have backslidden from the Lord, there's a fountain filled with blood this morning, drawn from Emmanuel's veins. And sinners plunge beneath that flow. 
blood lose all their guilty pain. G.T. Haywood. Those are the songs I love to hear. I don't, I, listen, I don't pay attention to the new ones they have today. And then the songwriter said, I know a place where sins are washed away. He said, oh, Abba, I know a place where night is turned to day. Maybe right now you look at your circumstances and all you see is darkness. Oh, my God. Family situation, work situation, financial situation. Your body, any of us are suffering this morning, but your body, all you see is darkness. But he said, I know a place where night is turned to day. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God. I know a place, saints, where night is turned today. Are you burdened this morning? Are you heavy laden? He said, burdens. They are lifted. And the blind eyes. Oh, hallelujah. You know, the other day I was saying to myself, I said, there are people who hear, who see through their ears, they hear through their mouths, and, 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 um, and they, they, walk, they walk through their eyes, for want of a better term. Yes, that's how, how, how confused people are today. Confused. He said, blind eyes will be made to see. And then he said, there's a wonder. Hallelujah. Wonder-working power in the blood of Calvary. And when I heard it on the prayer line this past week, you know, it may sound simple then, but the sound came back to me. And when you know about the blood, praise God, those who are here listening, whoever will listen to the program afterwards, it said a wonder, it's as though the Spirit of God spoke to the individual, spoke directly to that individual, to the channel. All I heard coming through, you know, like when you turn on a pipe and the water starts to flow through? That's what I heard. He said, the wonder-working power of the blood. I said, we've got to talk about this on Sunday. Because there are many of you listening today, or we listen sometimes, and you're perplexed. It's as though the enemy has got you bound up, trussed up, ready for the spit, you know? His spit, and you're roasting a pig or so, or roasting meat. Devil have you all ready for the for the spit, for the barbecue then. But this morning, by the blood of Jesus Christ, be free. You can be free. You can be set free by the blood of Christ. Plead the blood where you are. We plead the blood this morning against all demonic powers. We plead the blood against all attacks of the enemy. We plead the blood against sicknesses this morning. We plead the blood against infirmities this morning. Because Jesus shed his blood for sin and uncleanness. Oh, the blood. Oh, the blood. Oh, the blood. The blood of Jesus. The wonder-working power of the blood. You're in your home. You know how many times I've been in my home and I felt, let me use the term, quote unquote, a certain way, and I know demons were around. You think I, 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 I curled up and, and got scared or something? 
are clean of blood. That's the authority Jesus gave you. He said, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that rises against your judgment, you can you condemn. By the word. The word. The word, saints. The word. Revelation 12 and 11. Overcome the enemy by the word. When he says to you, you're not going to make it. Sam can do all things through Christ who circles me. Because you're covered under the blood. You're in the secret place of the Most High. Too often, we're so quick to give in to the devil. Quick to give in to the devil. We were praying the other day, for the past month or so, about some present situation out there now. And I saw, we were talking about it yesterday again on the prayer line, how the Lord let me say this to you this morning. Don't doubt the power of the blood. Don't doubt the power of prayer. You know, over the years, I've been saved from my other team, my team, early team. And over the years, I've watched people. I remember when I lived up north, mainly. I never knew that people didn't attend for a meeting until I came to this country. I remember on a Friday night, cars parked. You better get early to get a park. An all-night prayer meeting someday. If you couldn't do the all-night, you come early and do the early part of it. Then you stay all night. All-night prayer. Not sleeping. All-night prayer. Remember when I went to London a few years ago? It was prayer meeting. They were having some kind of service that time. But it was prayer meeting night. That night was prayer meeting. And the place was packed. Standing room. And when I came here, I remember I lived here. I called for prayer meeting. Very few people turned up for prayer meeting. Sometimes a little bit more for Bible study. And I've watched people I'll never forget. Whenever time they have a need, that's the time you see them in the prayer room. Oh, pray for me because this or that is happening. Next week, they are not, you don't see them again until the next, the next tragedy comes or the next problem comes. Let me say here. The Lord told me a few years ago, prayer is a divine appointment with God. You don't feel like getting up. Many mornings, we can attest to that. Don't feel like getting up. Your body say, oh, this morning I know my body, if I listen to my body, I would be out here. But you know what? The blood, the blood say, the blood. I don't want to use God as a Santa Claus. And you know something I was thinking about and I thought about it years ago too. When you twist, when you use um, Santa, I mean, um, Santa as an anagram, you know what you get? Satan. Satan. And when people, you know, I think of prayer. I find it, you see, maybe the reason why I love to pray so much from a girl growing up had such a terrible life. shouldn't say terrible. It wasn't all that terrible. There were some rough times, put it that way. 
But I remember the day when I got baptized, my Sunday school teacher took me. She was a milliner. You know, she made that. And I remember that lady who took me around the corner and said, Barbara, come. I want to pray with you. And she sang this song. Whisper a prayer in the morning. Whisper a prayer at noon. God answers prayer in the morning. Keep your heart in tune. And that has stayed with me throughout my life. In high school. Going to school in the morning. And sometimes the tears running down. And at times I would leave. I would leave in the, in the midday for lunch and we'd walk. Those days, listen, children have it so easy these days. We'd walk in a hot sun to church. One hour for lunch. Go, you know where we went? Myself and another sister, about a few years ago, to church to pray. I don't even know what I used to pray. Prayer meeting. Even though I'm a little girl, I'm in prayer meeting. So prayer is my life, saints. So when you hear prayer, you're going to find me. It doesn't matter what's going on in my life. I have to pray. I can't say, well, I'm feeling so sick today. I've got this pain today. Yes, there are times you just can't pray. If you have to walk to go somewhere, you won't be able to make it. But it still doesn't stop you from praying. And when you can't pray, say, Lord, remember me. That's a prayer. You said, Jesus, help me. That's a prayer. You just breathe. It's a prayer. You cry before him. It's a prayer. So when we say we can't pray, we're talking about praying audibly. But we can pray all the time. Nothing can hinder us from prayer. We need to take back that. Take it back and throw it in the garbage today. Don't ever let us say, tell us, there are times you can't pray. We can pray every time. You remember the old song? Prayer, tears are language God understands. And if God can understand your tears, my God, when you're going through hard places, when things are happening to you, when you, your job is, is, your, is, is in jeopardy, if you don't take the job, it's either the job or the job, you and you go before God and you know you have your bills to pay. And you kneel before him and you cry, you go to the bathroom at work. When you get that final letter, you go to the bathroom at work and you say, God, all you can do is say, cry, Lord, help me. That's a prayer. That's a prayer. Family not going right. The crookedness, all this thing going on. It's a prayer. And over the years, you learn that rather than use your mouth, I said to someone this past week, say, listen, learn to use your eyes and your ears more than you use your mouth. You know, one of the things I cannot stand are people who are picky, 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 picky. Every little thing they make a noise. I can't deal with it. Sometimes I mentioned to someone, I'm, just, I'm finished here now, to someone recently. I said to someone in came in my car, and this lady was the same person I told you earlier, this miserable lady in church, troublesome. I was taking her to church. Sat in the car. I said, don't eat in my car. Still didn't listen. She took out something and started to eat. And I opened my mouth to say something to her. We're going to church. And saints, I don't know what happened. But all I know, as I opened my mouth to speak, pop, 
play and when I say play, top teeth and bottom teeth clenched together. And I couldn't say a word. And I shut up. I smiled to myself and I shut up and said nothing to her. It's time saints. We need to shut up. And if we don't shut up, God will shut us up. And that's what he did for me that day. Don't be so picky. Some people say, Lord, cover me under your blood. Cover my mind, Lord. Cover my eyes. Cover my hands. Cover my feet, Lord. Cover my children. Cover my husband. Cover my son. Cover my daughter. Oh, hallelujah. Cover the, the, the desk I'm sitting at, Lord. The computer I left, Lord. Don't think it's because you use um, the, the, the cleanser and so on to wipe the desk. No. It's the blood that's keeping you, saints of God. It's the blood. And those of you out there using charms and call yourself Christians, you're going to look. Oh, you know I got to look. You know, I still go and, go and look. You want to get a reading? Shame on you. You don't need that. Don't be a soul. You have the blood of Jesus Christ. Someone said, I know it was the blood. I know it was the blood. I know it was the blood. Save me. It's a blood save. The blood will protect you from demonic spirits. The blood will protect you from witchcraft. The blood will protect you from familiar spirits. The blood and this morning, I plead the blood over each one of us here, over those who are listening to the program, over those who may come in and just by maybe, they may say by accident, came upon this program, the power and wonder-working power of the blood of Jesus Christ. And you stop to listen. I plead the blood over you. And whatever Satan is trying to do to you, whatever tangled web you have got into made by the blood of Christ, you are untangled right now in Jesus' name. No matter what you're facing at this time, I plead the blood of Christ against it. May God bless you and may God keep you. Again, this is Safe Restoration Ministries. Oh, I can feel physically tired. The first I've ever felt this way in all my life. But um, I plead the blood against Satanic force right now. I take authority over you. You have no power over my body. The blood of Christ cleanses me from all things. And from all infirmities, the blood of Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Victory in Jesus. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Amen. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. And every tongue that rises against me in judgment, I condemn them in the name of Christ. Today, I want to remind us of faith restoration ministries. And to Kinda Theological College. We're on the web. We're at www.frministry.org. If you need counseling, we have a licensed counselor here. If you need someone to pray with you, we are more than happy to pray with you if you have a need. If you need a, an inspirational book, we want to invite you to go to the website. We have a number of books. We have books on so many things, so many things. And our prayer, our desire is that God will save many more. And as you listen to the word, it will change your life. 
and we thank God for you. Again, thank God for those who take the time to listen to the program. We thank God for you. And we pray that the programs are doing something for you, changing your life, and making you stronger. And always remember, when you don't have a word, when you don't know what to do, always plead the blood and call upon the blood and pray. Prayer doesn't necessarily have to be, it doesn't have to be a thesis. It doesn't have to be a speech. Lord, have all Peter said was, Lord, save me. And God heard him. I remember many years ago, I was faced, my entire family was faced with a situation. I remember I was talking to someone on the phone. Person said, Sister Stuart, when you get off the phone, get down on your knees and pray. I did just that. And all, I don't think I prayed five or ten seconds. I don't know if I prayed twenty. But I know I didn't pray a minute. As I got up, God gave me only two words. And within two months, everything was settled. Prayer works. It doesn't have to be a long speech. It doesn't have to be um, a thesis. Call in faith, otherwise you will not be heard, and cover yourself with the blood. Father, I want to thank you again for the word today. Thank you for strengthening me. Thank you for answered prayer. Thank you for those who tuned in. I pray, Lord, that anyone who's going through any difficulties, whether it is on the job, whatever kind of job, whatever the nature of the job, we are praying, God, that they will recognize they are children of God, bought by the blood, bought and cleansed, and are being kept by the blood, and they need to overcome the enemy by the blood. Because God, sometimes we know, and I'm a witness to that, you may not answer us the way we want, but you always give us an alternative that is suitable. So God, we pray for them, whatever the circumstances are. Many are standing, Lord, saying to themselves, I'm going to lose my job. But God, let them not use those words. Let them not lose, use those words. They're going to lose the job because of the, they don't want the job. But may they say, God, I am depending on you. May they, Lord God, like Jehoshaphat said, Lord, our eyes are upon you. My eyes are upon you. I have mortgage to pay. I have a car note to pay. This, that, the other. But God, my eyes are upon you. Let them never use that negative. They're going to lose the job. No, God. May they say, God, my eyes are upon you. And so, Father, bless my brothers and sisters out there. Thank you for today. In Jesus' name, amen. Lord, if there's anyone who has listened to the program or will listen to the program, going through some difficulties, may they know that you're ready to forgive the sinner and to receive him or her, that person will accept you as Lord and Savior. For the backslide are the same thing. And also, Lord, anyone who is in need, your words that call upon me in the day of trouble, I will hear you and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things. May you bless each and every one of us. And God, I want to thank you for taking us through, those of us who made it through the storms, and again, we want to remember those who suffered 
Many have suffered the loss of loved ones, the loss of property. When I look at the devastation, I can, that's the only word I can think of it, the ruin, Lord. It's as though the enemy decided, I am going to make a, make a, uh, as we say, a salad, so to speak, one or a better term, mince. It's as though he minced up that city, that town, whatever it was, that area was chopped up. This is not you, God. Nevertheless, we are trusting you. Remind us, Lord God, you're calling this country to repentance. And we're praying for a revival that people will stop their sinning, stop working for the devil, stop being instruments of the devil. It's all over the world, worldwide. But we're still praying that you're going to help us, forgive. And God, we're praying for a worldwide revival that will bring souls to the kingdom where those who have rejected you, denied you, will turn to you and say, God, there's no other God beside you. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. God bless you. We hope to meet you with you again. Stay under the blood. Stay under the blood and you have protection. God bless.